Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about DIY vent fan installation part two. Before I start, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for commenting. Uh, Without you, I wouldn't be able to do as much as I am able to do with this podcast, and I wouldn't be able to grow as large as I have. We were uh, just able to make it again on the iTunes Top 200 Downloaded Podcast for Comedy. I think we even hit the total podcast downloads for the entire iTunes community. I don't know why or how. I don't care. I'm happy for it, and I'm appreciative of everyone that shared and liked and uh, subscribed to the content. You've helped me grow bigger and get larger uh, names in here and great guests on here to talk about wonderful things. Um, Other than that, I would just kind of like to move on to the episode for today. On this one, I would like to talk about really the vent fan installation that I've done for my house. Uh, if you haven't caught up on what I've done for my house so far, um, check out the previous episode for the DIY vent fan installation. There's also pictures on the HermanJames.com, and I'm going to be adding to those as well for the final products of what I've done and how it's gone through. But uh, a quick rundown of the situation is we bought a house. It is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house where the vent fans in our indoor laundry room and our guest bathroom just shit out on us. And it seems to be they were the original ones, so I couldn't get replacement parts for cheap, which I would rather have done. And then I assumed we had a vent fan installed in our master bathroom, which was then took it, taken out, and they installed a, a light in there, I assume because that fan probably would have shit out and they didn't want to do all the work for it. Turns out that they didn't actually have a fan in there. It's not required by law as long as there's a window. But if anyone's ever had a bathroom where you have a shower and just a small window, it's humid and hot as shit. And you get like, I don't know, I guess like mildewy kind of build up on the ceiling and walls. It's gnarly. Like after a while, it just gets bad and sticky and it's, it's just not good. So I decided to install and reinstall the vent fans in our house and kind of do it that way. I did call out and I got an estimate of what it would cost to have done and some jagoff told me 500 bucks a vent fan to have it installed. I'm like, mm. even if the, even if that was to install all three that I was going to do, that was way way more than I wanted to pay for. I I would have jumped at the fact of someone saying 100 bucks and I'll do it if you get me all the hardware and everything. And it, 500 is too much. And I don't remember if it was 500 for all three or 500 per, but either way, it was not worth it to me to do. So start out doing it. Uh, friend Bill and I were doing the master bathroom that had the LED uh, lighting. It's also got the blue nightlight and it's Bluetooth for music. It's fucking bitching. It is awesome. We're a few weeks out from that episode, and I can tell you that I am fully, fully happy with the choice of that light and the way it's working and the huge difference it makes in the bathroom. You turn on that vent fan, and the shower door doesn't even fog up. It is beautiful. You can also take a fucking wicked dump in there, and it just goes straight out to the ceiling, right out to the attic, and through the uh, atmosphere for it. So it's, it's wonderful. It's a great idea. So... What I didn't expect on that day was that it was going to be a full installation, and it was. It was from step one all the way through. We had to enlarge the cutout in the ceiling. We then had to 
have my fat ass crawl all the way through to where the roof and the ceiling converged down to a very, very small area. And it was, as the picture showed, it, it was a cramped area for me to be in. I'm six foot one, 200 pounds, and I have about two feet of clearance. And if I step up too quickly, I'm getting staples and I'm getting nails in the back and in the head. And it, it was a bitch. So it took us longer than we expected to have that one done. So I was not able to get all three done in the same day. So took some time and we decided to wait on it. And then I would install the other two, seeing as the other two were already installed. I could physically see them. And these were supposed to be just a quick, you know, pull out, put in. Mind you, I never pull out. Um, swap out for the uh, vent fans, put the new ones in. And that was relatively straightforward um not completely i think the reason for that was the fan that i bought that was supposed to be put into our master bathroom was the light fan combination works off of two switches um actually i think it has three i think it has a nightlight as well on that one and it was a smaller setup knowing that the hole that the light was in for the master bathroom wasn't huge i didn't want to cut a gigantic hole out of it and plop it in there and so I didn't. I got this one, and it worked perfectly fine. I have no issues with its performance on it. Uh, the issue I had is that it was two inches smaller than the hole that was already put in place for this other one that I was now replacing for because I got, like I said, that Bluetooth, uh, nightlight, all this high-tech bullshit deal for the master bathroom. And this one's a more regular-grade, regular-tech kind of uh, conversion for it. So that being said... We started out with the master, excuse me, the guest bathroom, and I got in the attic and unhooked everything, got all the insulation out of the way, pulled everything back, and then I was in the guest bathroom and undoing the 30, 40 year old vent fan that was in there and the setups, how it was going there, and it was being held on by a wing nut. That's the only thing that held on the bottom uh, portions of it, which worked out perfectly fine. I mean, there was no issue with it. I'm not mad at it. It's simple and easy. I like it more than some of these springs that we have for these bullshit ones, but. That's neither here nor there. So the issue that I had with the master bathroom one was the hole in the ceiling was placed right in the middle, the center of the two beams in the ceiling, which is not where these were designed to go. And this, I just found out this wasn't on YouTube. It didn't say shit for me because everything I looked at looked relatively easy. And uh, since it was in the middle, the brackets that were supposed to swing across to hold up and support it didn't reach. They weren't long enough because they're pulling out of the back of the housing for the vent fan and it just wasn't working well. So I thought this was going to be super easy to do because these are built to be here. And it's true. It worked out very well. The The harnesses that came with it worked perfectly for that area except for the fact it was built to go on like a 4x4 or a 6x4 instead of a 2x4 because if you've ever been in your attic or if you have any understanding of how the architecture of the house works, there's two by fours in your attic. They are two inches wide that go across your ceiling, like it's bolted to the ceiling or nailed to the ceiling, and then four inches tall, which is the runners and stringers, whatever we'll call them, that are in your attic that you step on and go that way for them. Well, the setup for this vent fan was actually two inches above the two by four, and that's with it going just a 16th of an inch behind the sheetrock so that the faceplate goes flush. Um, if anyone feels like I am speaking out of 
fucking context here, has no idea what I'm going about. Um, look up at your ceiling. That is the part where you're going to have your vent fan coming out of. In order to have the apparatus that's behind that faceplate secured properly, that has to be a certain amount of depth behind that sheetrock because the faceplate sits inside the sheetrock a little bit. And there's a lip that's inside of it, and that's how it attaches to the hard mounts that's on the rafters for you in the attic. Now, this didn't work out because I didn't have the room to screw this in anything. There's just no way for me to get it done. So Bill and I, in our infinite wisdom took the same wood that I used to create that huge block in order to have the master bathroom bolted to. We actually just cut off another section of it, about four inches, and bolt that directly down to the two by four that was in the rafters. So now we have an exponential amount of room for us to bolt in this new one. So that worked well. That was a super easy fix for us to be able to do. And it did take us a few moments to figure out what to do, how to approach it, what to do, and exactly how long the piece of wood had to be that we're cutting to bolt down into the 2x4 that was already part of the rafters to make sure we weren't crossing screws. Really just minimal engineering at that point. It wasn't much for us to have to figure out, and we were able to do it actually pretty well. So we get that one in there, and we get that flush mounted. We're good to go. We then hit the switch on it, and we find that wall shit. This one's going to have three wires for three switches, light, fan, and nightlight. Well, we only had one switch there initially because the light and the fan turned on at the same time. So now I don't really want to switch it up or wire in a new light or a new switch for this one because it was just the same idea. Fortunately, Bill has a history of electrical and wiring and everything like that, so he was able to just piggyback things correctly and have um, just plug and play for it. And it went in real quick and easy and was able to kind of keep everything as simple as possible. So we now have this vent fan in the guest bathroom, which is now working real well. It's another one of the quieter zones. I believe it's right. S-O-N-E-S zones. Fuck it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But the one for the master bathroom, I believe, was 0.5 or 1 or something like that. It's the same that we put in the guest bath because it shares the wall with the master bedroom. So I don't want to hear much of anything coming out of that bathroom in the first place, let alone that fan being super loud. Our friend has one in his guest bathroom in his house, and it's like a fucking lawnmower in the house. It is ridiculous. And the funny thing is that as soon as we got the vent fan installed in the guest bathroom our friends came in uh from out of town it was a going away party we're having for the day for them and they tested the shit pun intended out of that vent fan it was basically on for a solid three days with these guys going in and out of there and i couldn't get myself back in there as i would have liked to to make a two inch wide four inch long uh strips essentially make an l uh to close up the bigger opening in the sheetrock in the ceiling that was there from the prior fan versus the new fan in there but law of inevitability i ended up getting through there and doing it but before i even got to getting back into the guest bathroom we had to get the insulation in for the laundry room which is directly next door to the guest bathroom it shares the wall and everything for it um I ended up 
getting into the attic, taking a look at that one, and of course that is just in a fucked up location as well. There wasn't any of these fan locations where it was easy for me just to be kneeling down to grab things or uh, bend over to grab the right items or tools or placing in certain places. It was all a just jacked up way of climbing through the attic and getting through places. Fortunately, I have vaulted ceilings, so my attic is really, really large and I've got enough room to get to where I need to get to. But once it starts coming down to the sloped angles of the roof to get to the fans, it it just becomes a cluster and it, it's not always easy. So by the time I get over to the laundry room fan, mind you, if, you ta- if you've taken a look at the pictures on the hermanjames.com to see what we did for the master bathroom vent fan insulation, we ran all of that ducting through. We created a Y pipe with baffling on each one of them. And we had that already in place to be connected to the laundry room vent fan because there's only one hole in the attic for that chimney going toward the laundry room and nothing was in place for the one in the master bathroom and I wasn't about to put a hole into my ceiling not ceiling excuse me my roof just to accommodate this I'm going to be here for a long time I'm not worried about it um I don't even know if it's against any codes or violations it shouldn't be but it could be and who knows but when the time comes, when I get a new roof, we'll have that put in there and have it isolated and I'm not worried about it. But we were smart enough to do the Y pipe that we built out of, again, it's HVAC ducting and it's the aluminum that goes along with it. The um, baffling goes onto those. Those are secured in with both uh, clamps as well as HVAC ducting tape and uh, not duct tape, duct, D-U-C-T tape. And um, had those in there already good to go. And then we ran the HVAC lines and then again did the duct tape on that and clamped those down so that's a secure piece. So by the time I had the vent fan installed for the guest bathroom and then moved on to the laundry room, I was good to go. I had everything in place that needed to be there. So I quite literally threw the hard line that was there down the uh, ladder to get out of the way and then attached the right hosing, the tape, the clamp, ran it all the way through through the chimney to the outside because if you remember from the previous episode the previous fox that put this shit in had about a three inch gap between the end of the line to the chimney going to the outside which means that a lot of the heat was blowing on the roof the inside of the roof the actual plywood itself and Fortunately, I mean, it's a dryer vent. It's not going to have too much issues with it. There's a little bit of humidity. And if you take a look at it, there's no damage done in there. There's no mold or any uh, softening of the wood in the area. But it's a fucked up thing to do. Like, and it, it's a hard yet still expandable line of HVAC. And they still just couldn't expand it out further because they just didn't give a shit. So I was able to make it proper, do the right things, and put things in the right places. So... That was an interesting event as well because the one that we got for the laundry room and it was a new tone fan because we had the new tone ones in here. I think they're brawn or whatever as well as the name form. Um, there will be links for the fans I bought as well as the equipment I used inside the podcast description. So if you're looking to see exactly 
what I used. If you want to kind of check out the videos they have for them on YouTube and everything else, there'll be links in this actual podcast description. It's downloaded in there. Uh, hit the links. They are affiliate links for it. Um, so you will be seeing exactly what I used on there and how it kind of goes forward. And if you purchase it, they'll actually kick me back like a percentage for doing it. It costs you nothing to use anything for it. It's the exact same price, but helps me get my uh, home repairs done a little bit better. But so check those out. And you'll also be able to see on the hermanjames.com, there's going to be pictures up of the befores, afters, durings, and you'll even see some of my um, gear that I wear. And I use gear lightly because I'm in the attic with my, what I call construction sandals. They're just the 250 uh, flip-flops from Old Navy. Nothing great but they work for me because I use, use them as knee pads. But the new tone one that we bought that's in the laundry room, it was a cheap one. It wasn't anything that had any, you know, frills and thing to it. It was a three zone, so it was a little bit louder one than we'd have in the bathrooms, but it's over a dryer, which is already loud. The point for me wanting to have that put back in there is because when we close the door, it's still going to hear the dryer, but I don't want that being even louder. And I want to be able to close the door because it does muffle a little bit of the sound and gives a little bit of another baffling. Yeah, baffles. Um, and that's really what the point was for this. Now, even though this was an inexpensive fan, and I think it was like 75 or 80 bucks, so it's not really bad. And it's like a nine by nine inch. So it was really just in the attic, bolt, bolt. And not a problem. This one worked fantastic in location and it was working fine. But this is another three switch fan. And again, I'm plugging into a one switch outlet. So now it's night light, regular light, fan. I should have just went and bought one that was a fucking fan because there's already light in the ceiling for this one. And you'll see this in the pictures on thehermanjames.com. You'll see that. It's now two lights in the same room. And my dumbass just chose it because there were already two lights in there. And that's just what it was. So I just kind of went with what was on there and moved forward. So what we did was we rewired the switch and rewired the fan. And I don't mean like we cracked open the fan. There's already wires on it. So we just twisted them, piggybacked them, and capped them off correctly and uh, put them back up there. So now we just have the switch on for the fan and don't have to worry about it. So... If I got all three of these in there, the weekend is now coming to a close where our friends are in town for their going away party because they're moving from one city to another one and we probably won't see them for much. Not that we've seen them much now. They've lived the other way, but you know how friends go and how family is. We all throw parties and we, we enjoy each other, so why not throw a party for any reason we can find? So this weekend's closing down and now we've got people that are hungover and just not doing well. So I'm now back in the guest bathroom and I am doing measurements to make sure I've got the right cut because I don't want to cut two pieces of sheetrock to fit that gapping that I've got around the fan. I'm trying to cut just one big piece of sheetrock and L essentially to pop in there so I can shave it off and get it in the right locations. And I, I, yeah, it was a fun event. It's literally me going in between them taking a shit and puking. And trying to get in there. And that fan's on the entire time. So it's just me, measurement, go cut. Me, measurement, go cut. And then I take it, see it's a little high here, mark it, shave it down, mark it over here, shave it down. And try to get things done as they are shitting and puking all over the place. Because when we party, we sometimes drink a lot of alcohol. It's kind of what we do. 
you have fun, right? As long as no one gets hurt, no one ends up in jail, you're having a good night. So, inevitably, we ended up having this done, and it worked out well for us. Um, sheetrock got in after everyone left, and it got taped, mudded in there, painted. I'll have to still do a little bit of texture coating, which you can't see because it's behind the faceplate. So, that'll probably be pushed off for a little bit longer. The biggest issue I think I had with any of these was the one we put in the laundry room. It has springs that compress in order to get the faceplate off and in. Well, the issue is that the fan was a direct plug and play. So it fit directly in the hole where it was supposed to go. Well, the springs have to go somewhere and there's nowhere for them to go. So Bill's infinite wisdom was to take a sheetrock knife and just cut up and in each side where the springs are supposed to go. So now they slide in there and then spring open and then hold tight. So worked out real well. It was just something that was an inconvenience for us to do so. Um, there's really nothing I can do on top of that to make it any better than what it really is. It's just there now and it can still be moved and taken out, but that ceiling is already painted, textured, and we're good to go. So now we've come from a house with three bedrooms, two bathrooms, an indoor laundry room that had two vent fans in there. We had thought had three initially that didn't, um, the laundry room one, that vent fan light worked. The fan that never worked since we moved in. The one for our guest bathroom both worked, and then the fan just gave out on us. So the light still worked, which is what, like I said, the laundry room one did. So now we're at a house that has three properly working vent fan light combinations. All of them work in all of the rooms, and it's fucking bitching. Um, I did test laundry room versus the main or excuse me the master bathroom that's main because that's the one we use all the time and the y pipe and how it goes through the forms that i read prior to doing it said that by turning one on it was going to push air back down the other one hence why i put baffling on the y pipe we created not knowing that each fan also had its own baffling so there's four baffles or five baffles in this one y pipe piece which is way overkill way overkill but it's done and so now when you turn one on you're which means it's closing the tube at the Y-pipe's baffle way at the top and the baffle at the back end closes. So there's no fucking way that any fanned air is going up and down in the other direction. Everything's vented out properly. It's working great and it's fantastic. So we now have all these DIY vent vent installations in, done, solved, saved myself $500. I think the entire project costs less than that. I want to say that with all the vents, uh, with vent fans, the new vent I bought for the master bathroom because it was fucking rotted and rusted because, again, there was no ventilation in there. I think we're all in between three and 500 bucks for the whole thing. So why would I pay another 500 bucks to have someone else do all the work that I was able to do in two weekends? Yeah, it was laborious. Yeah, I was a pain in the ass, but I did it and it was done. Um, as I was doing this and I was checking the vents and kind of feeling the cold air coming in from the attic, I also checked out our range hood in the kitchen. So if you've also been keeping up with me on social media, you'll see that I had an issue with that as well. And everyone keeps asking me what my next DIY projects are. They're actually really and really encouraged by what I'm doing and really interested in seeing how it's progressed and what we're doing and you know the mistakes I do make along the way and how we fix them and kind of go forth on it because I'm not a licensed 
engineer. I'm not a licensed contractor. I'm just a weekend warrior, an everyday guy doing what I do. But I put my hand under the range hood of our stove and it's god awful cold. So I already have all this stuff from doing the vent fans in the bathrooms and laundry room. So why not see what I can figure out for this one? I pull the cover off right above the stove where you can see that vent that goes up to those two cabinets that's rarely used for much of anything in most people's houses. And I can see that there is a duct taped piece of sheet metal in there. Loosely moving around. So obviously there's a bunch of shit coming through it. And there's a massive gaping hole around the ducting that was put down for that range hood. So I undo the duct tape and there is a about two feet, if not more, of a gap between where that vent is to where the range is. That's where they wrap this sheet metal uh, aluminum around it and then didn't do the right ducting around it, which is why it's coming off. And then it, they cut what looks to be a hole big enough for a seven to eight to nine inch diameter piece of tube and then shoved a four inch tube in it, which is ridiculous. So I ended up putting a bunch of the actual ducting, not ducting, excuse me, insulation that goes around ducting, that's actually be cut and shoved in there to block off that completely. I took the sleeve, trimmed it back down so it's taut, used that actual HVAC tape around it. So now it's perfectly sealed all the way up and back. There is hardly a draft coming through. There still is a draft coming there. And I do believe it's because the range we have doesn't have a baffle on it. So guess what my next job's gonna be? Yeah, I'm gonna undo that sheet metal piece with the HVAC tape I did. I'm going to measure out the proper diameter, put a baffle in that, tape that into place, clamp it down, and then rerun that one more time to reduce any sort of draft coming into the house. But that being said, I was able to uninstall, reinstall two of the vent fans, do a full installation and duct running of a brand new bathroom vent fan. And since that time, that bathroom window hasn't been opened up uh, a single time. And it's because it's been freezing weather here in Sacramento, California. So we haven't opened it once and we're so happy that it's there. It's something that I think everyone can do. It's an easy project to have done that you can save tons of money on. So why not try it? And it's, it's that easy. I mean, if I can do it, tell you it's easy, it's easy. I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it. When you do home repairs, do them right the first time. And yeah, I know that I say that I'm going to cut a corner here or there, like I did on this installation with having two bathroom vent fans into one Y pipe out one chimney. That might be a way of getting around me putting a hole into my fucking attic, into my ceiling, into my goddamn exterior roof. But the thing is, I did it right. I did it the right way and anyone that comes in to see this can redo it or undo it and fix it in just a second. And this isn't hurting anyone. This is literally the best case scenario for me to be able to do this without spending thousands of dollars to drill a hole into my roof. Yeah, might not be the best idea for everyone, but it is for me because that's how it's going to be done. This is a great example of how you do things right the first time and have them done properly because if you do things half-assed in a way that is going to inevitably fall back on you for your shitty insulation or your shitty fucking problems that's your bad you shouldn't be that individual people like me have to come in after you to fix this shit this 
fix that I did will cost zero dollars for anyone to do. Why? Because again, it is not a requirement by law to have a bathroom vent fan in my master bathroom. It's not. It's an option. It's a luxury. A great fucking luxury. And I've done it the best way I know how. And it's to code for electrical. And it's to code for the way it's installed. The venting, I didn't check out to see if that's to code because it's working perfectly fine. And if it's not, rip it out. I can put it out the eve of the side of my house. That is perfectly legal. And I don't want to do it because I've seen that it has negative effects on the side of your house. That doesn't mean you should not do the best you can. And people looking to save money and do their own DIYs around their house. If you've been watching HGTV as much as I have in the past five, 10 years, fucking do it. Get out the tools. If you don't have the tools, buy the tools, borrow the tools, do whatever you have to do to save the money to do this yourself. The reason that I'm able to do this is because I have the abilities and I also have no fear. So I'm either the smartest or the dumbest guy taking on the projects that I take on. And we're not done. I've got more projects coming down the way that I'm going to be doing. And I have the tools for it. If I don't, I'll buy the tools. I've got the friends or the volunteers that can help me out to do things. And no, they're not contractors either, but they can fucking do it because they're the right people for the job. They know me, they know my house, how to do things the right way the first time. Because we're on a bunch of fucking assholes doing things just to slap it together to get a house sold or to get the fuck out of doing something. We're doing it because we're doing it for longevity, for the lifetime of the house, lifetime while we live in the houses we own. This is something you should be able to do as well. There's no reason for you to not be able to pick up a set of tools, turn on YouTube, figure out exactly what you want to do. Mind you, YouTube is not going to be the best examples for everything. It's not going to have exactly what do you have, the same issues you're going to come into, and you're going to have problems that aren't going to be able to be solved on YouTube that you're going to have to deduce yourself. Fucking figure it out. If you can't do it, ask someone on a forum. That's what they're for. They're massive nowadays. Anyone's doing this. Everyone's doing it. You can do it. Why not fucking do it? And for you pieces of shit that are out there doing these slap together bullshit ass fucking jobs. And I'm not even talking about the Home Depot help because they fucking know what they're doing. They want you to call them back. It's you pieces of shit that don't know what you're doing. They're trying. They get frustrated. Give up halfway through and have a piece of shit job done and thrown together for the next person to fucking figure out. And it costs them tons of money to figure out your fuck up. Fuck you. You're the one that needs to be paying the fucking people to do it. And if you can't do it right, get Home Depot help. Guarantee you, if they can't figure out what the fuck to do, they will do it in a way that makes the most sense, most logical explanations will come out of it, and it'll fucking work and be functional because they know what they're doing and they take pride in their work. You don't take pride in the shit you do, so fuck you. And you guys trying to figure it out, get the tools, watch the shows, watch everything on YouTube, and you can do it too. Everything is able to be done by anyone that wants to do it. It's going to take longer than it's going to take for the, on YouTube to do it. Understand, you've done it yourself. You can do it again. So when something goes wrong, you know how to fix it. You don't have to call some fucking jag off for $110 an hour to do a half-assed job. Just DIY it yourself.
Well, that's all the time I've got for this episode. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking and subscribing to The Rant. And thank you for checking out thehermanjames.com. The traffic on there has been ridiculous. I want to point out if you're looking to have any of the steps of how we did the DIY project for these vent fans, thehermanjames.com has some step-by-step pictures of what we've done that can go along with the descriptions you'll get in the boxes for the vent fans you purchase. The links for the fans that we bought the affiliate links are in this description they're also going to be on the hermanjames.com as well so you can click on there see all the information all the links you want to get to on there and work that way while you're on there you can also purchase the rant with herman james and friends logo stickers on there they're a dollar including shipping send right out to your house slap them on everyone's monitors screens wherever you want to put them for it and don't forget to check out our friends at the no phony network podcast group that's no phony network.com and I've got some East Coast friends out there. The Shots for Likes podcast, shotsforlikes.com, a bunch of drunken Irishmen on the East Coast with some fucked up things with each other and having a good time. So don't forget to tune in, share, like, and subscribe. I'll check you out next week. And don't forget to hit up thehermanjames.com for all your podcast needs. Can't wait to be in your ears next week. <laughs>